Yeah, don't say anything damning right now is what you're saying. If there's one thing I don't do, it's put my own foot in my mouth, so. This is my banana. Now, <laughs> thank you. I, I never okay. know what reaction. I, I like on, doing this on. at least we, a chuckle. You can't, you can't have an audio-only podcast and say, hey, guys, I need to show you my banana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Johnny Casino, and this is Radio is Lame. Guys, it's a little bit sad, but this will be the last episode for quite a while. Um, I'm, I'm hoping not forever. I, I, I have plans to um, pick this back up as soon as I can, but here's the deal. After I finish this recording, after I finish doing this intro right here, I'm shutting down my computer, I'm going to start the disassembly process for it, start packing it up, and get it ready for our move. Um, in two weeks from today, which will be, I don't know, like a week after this episode actually comes out, I am going to be hitting the road. It's going to be myself. My buddy Ben is going with me. We're going to have a 26-foot U-Haul um, a car trailer thing behind it with our little small SUV on it. And I'm going to be driving from Houston to Seattle. Uh, no pets this time, which is good. But everything's be packed up there. I'm going up there. We're going to be staying with my mother-in-law for a while till we figure a few things out with her. Um, and then who knows? Now, here's the thing. My mother-in-law's house is not made for current technology, right? One, it's an older house too. She's an older lady, so she doesn't need Wi-Fi that goes throughout the whole house and everything. And as my son can tell you while he tries to play Xbox up there, the internet is extremely spotty. So one of the first things I have to do when I get up there is figure out how to get the internet to work better up there. I got to get her to upper speeds and I got to figure out how to get it like ideally a wired connection, but I don't know if I can run wires through her walls. So it's going to be a task getting everything set up. Now, once I do that, the other thing that's going to be kind of, I got to figure out is dealing with what I'm doing for a living. Now, at this moment, that's not figured out. Um, hopefully, it will be before I get up there, but I don't know. Um, with that, I, you know, there's some things that I might end up doing that will give me a lot of free time or a lot of um, freedom in my schedule to schedule more of these and record them at times that works out the best and all that stuff. Uh, but if I do something else, then, you know, my time might be just the evenings and the weekends, which sometimes is harder to schedule depending on who the guest is going to be. I also have to figure out who more guests are going to be. So all these things are going together. Um, just to say, I don't know how long it's going to be before this gets picked back up and how I'm going to do it. Like I have ideas of how I want to maybe make the show better and do a little bit more with it. Um, and that could depend on how much time I have. If, if I know I'm only going to be able to put out maybe five episode seasons, then maybe I put more work into every episode to make it more of a production. Um, but all this is up in the air, and I will not have an answer for that for a while. But I will keep people updated on Twitter, um, and hopefully I'll still be doing some stuff as much as I can. All right, but let's get into this episode. So one of the things I always wanted to do on this show is uh, find something um, that I find a little bit unique, something that maybe people have thought about but not tried, uh, find people that are are doing something a little bit different, and I found that in this episode. Uh, so in this episode, I have I have Lair and I have Sid, and they are a husband-wife couple, um, and they make gaming YouTube videos together. 
And I didn't really know what I was going to get going into this. You know, I knew it was something a little bit different. I knew they'd be able to talk about, okay, here's maybe how you could do it and not end a marriage in the process or how to not have as many fights in the process or whatever. But man, by the time I was done with this conversation, I, I was just filled with joy to an extent because, you know, these two just... I don't know. It just seems like it works so well for them. And I think part of that is a little bit of luck. Like they they are lucky that they are both into it enough to want to do it and to want to put the effort into it and stuff like that. But man, I mean, just seeing these two talk to each other and it's something that you, the listener, will miss out on because it's not a video podcast, but the way they would just look at each other while they're talking. Um, and I comment on that in the show. So, in attempts to not ramble on too long on this intro, guys, sit back, you know, uh, have a little fun listening to Lair and Sid, and just take in a little bit of, of not only how could you potentially make a show, make content, whatever it is, with your spouse, but also just kind of how to like, appreciate them some. All right, have fun. <laughs> So guys, I, I wanted to have you on here because a while back, my wife um, came up to me and was like, hey, I would love to like fill in on one of, one of your podcasts, right? She's telling me she wants to fill in on one of my podcasts when, when cause I did, did a parenting one for a while. And so when my co-host wasn't around, who was a female, she wanted to fill in. And I looked at her and I was like, great, honey, that would be awesome. But like in my heart, I was like, oh shit, this is not going to work, right? Because yeah. as much as I love my wife, I I don't know that I can make content with her. But you guys do this. Mm -hmm. And so let's get started with just how that started. Like, How did you two start making stuff together? Well, uh, this is the most interesting question you could have asked us, I think. Because I've got a really good example of a case where it doesn't work. Awesome. You know? and, mm -hmm. and most of the time, you know, it doesn't really work when you're like in a, I don't even want to say professional because it's a hobby, you know, it's just like a fun thing that we do. We're not trying to get anywhere with this. Um, but, you know, I have friends who work together and are married and uh, like Sydney's parents, you know, work together and have worked together for like 20 years. Uh, and it just does not work. You butt heads all the time. Uh, so when we started, um, I had I had had my channel for a long time. I, I started back in 2015, I think, is when Super Mario Maker came out. That was the catalyst for everything. And then uh, I did that for a couple of years. And then uh, I went to work with my friend Darby over Blue Television Games. I worked on Blue Television Games for about six months or so. And then we made the decision to split back up. And I went back to Lair, and he kept working on that. And uh, I just hadn't really done anything in a long time. You know, I mean, I say a long time, but it was probably like three or four months. And uh, I, you know, started getting the itch again, right? And uh, Blue Television Games was primarily 
uh, videos. He didn't do a ton of streaming. And Darby still, you know, he, he'll stream a couple of times a week. But when people think of that channel, they think of videos. Yeah. And that's what we were, you know, working on the most. So I'd kind of gotten a taste for that. And not only gotten a taste for it, I'd kind of seen how much more uh, engaging that could be, really. Even though a stream is like a one-on-one -on -one thing, <clears throat> there's just uh, a little bit more personality, I think to be found in what we're doing now. So my idea was to take that uh, kind of desire to make videos and mix it with something that was super, super easy for me to do because I hate editing. Oh, editing is uh, the worst. I hate it. And I knew that I wouldn't be able to create anything that was entertaining and unedited uh, by myself. I knew I couldn't be entertaining for 20 minutes at a time by myself. Some people can. I don't have that. I, I don't think I've ever really been uh, all that naturally entertaining. You know? I don't so, know. I, I find you entertaining. Well, well I do isn't too. That I think sweet. I'm the funniest person on the planet. But <laughs> that's the thing is other people don't necessarily feel that way. So uh, I thought, you know what? I need somebody to do this with me. I want to test the waters. And the original idea, I don't know if Sid knows, but the original idea was just to have somebody to, to join me so that I could see if it worked and then maybe, you know, get friends to come into it and maybe have other people from YouTube join me and uh, turn it into a thing. But then once we started, it really just worked so well and I thought it was so funny and it kind of immediately shifted to where it felt like a, a digital photo album sort of thing, you mm -hmm. know, and I was... I was going to work and I was watching the videos back and I was laughing and I loved my wife and I'm, you know, I'm experiencing this as a third party perspective sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, it just made me smile, made me happy, you know, and I wanted to keep doing it. So yeah. do you have anything to add to that? No, yes. I'm, I, I'm just enjoying hearing your, your side of this. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly with all of that because I mean, I was coming home from work like, all right, what are we doing tonight? What are we recording? That, that helped. So that helped exciting. a lot. Sid was so excited about it and wanted to do it. And, you know, I was burnt out on it. I was tired of it. And when I had been on BTG, you know, I remember telling Sid like every night, like, I've got to work on something. I've got to do something that for was, BTG. That was grueling for both of us because, you know, I wanted to play video games with him and spend time with him. And he was like, I got to do this video it really, or edit or whatever. It really wore me out. And I wasn't really doing a lot because I was so worried about what I needed to do. You know, I'm, yeah. we've all been there. Like you got so much to do that you do nothing instead. Yeah, that's me uh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me most of the time. Um, but, you know, once Sid and I started, I, I got these thoughts in my head of, you know, one day we might have kids and our kids might be able to see us having all this fun and doing something, you know, that's not super mature. You know, we're not paying bills together on a video. We're playing video games together and we're laughing and we're having fun. And I just thought, you know, that could be something uh, really interesting to look back on in 10 or 15 or 20 years or, you know, whatever. Uh, so I mentioned before a case where that didn't work very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we were playing Kirby's Adventure on the NES, which was a, a fantastic game. It was like our, I don't know, fourth or fifth playthrough maybe on the channel. And uh, we were like 10 episodes deep. And uh, we had this one episode where 
I can't remember what happened exactly, but you know. <laughs> okay, so how can I how can I boil this down? So <laughs> I wanted to create entertaining content. You know, I wanted to make something that was fun for people to watch, right? Oh no. And this was the first time where that part of my brain kind of took over and was driving uh, the conversation rather than just us sitting on a couch talking to each other, right? So I said something stupid, like every husband does. You know, every husband puts his foot in his mouth at least 10 times a day, right? Sure. And uh, so I was on like my 10th or 11th time of that day uh, wedging my foot into my mouth. We had been recording for a long time at that point anyway. Yeah, we this, was, this was the last episode of the day for sure. <laughs> we had already recorded several episodes. Yeah. So, so uh, I said something. I don't even remember what it was, but Sid very obviously took offense to it. So the rest of the video, Sid's like barely talking, you know, giving me the silent treatment almost. And I'm still going and I'm like trying to get the conversation moving again the whole time. And it's really awkward and just terrible. Um, so I knew that it was terrible. I didn't know what we were going to do. I mean, we couldn't scrap the footage. I would have to start the game all the way over because I, I was playing on a real NES. You know, I couldn't just go back. Oh, yeah. Or whatever. And uh, I, I just didn't know what to do. I thought, well, we could just skip it. We could just throw it out and pick up with the next one a different day. And then uh, we were sitting down. We were editing. We had just taken a trip and we came back and we were watching the footage back. And I turned to Sid and I was like, this is just terrible i mean this is a video this is a, an episode of us playing this video game that's supposed to be fun and we're very obviously mad at each other um so i've always really i don't want to say prided myself but i guess made it a point to be as genuine to be as authentic as i can um not because i have a complex about that necessarily but i just don't want to mislead anybody you know i want to be as um, transparent as possible yeah uh so i told sid i was like you know what we're leaving it in we're a married couple married couples fight if people want to watch a married couple play video games this is going to happen sometime so we while we were editing we recorded this little blurb snippet at the end and it was like hey guys we know this video was weird, but we're a married couple. We love each other very much, but sometimes we fight. We've known each other for 20 years. You know, we're, it happens. You know, we still <laughs> love each other. We thank you for watching, <laughs> you know, and that's the only time that I remember that really happening. Cause I think that we both figured out how it works a little better after that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we stopped recording so long every night because that's, yeah. that was one of the biggest reasons that it, it happened because we were both tired we were both you know kind of done for the day but we wanted to push one more episode out and yeah we learned just... not to force it i think <laughs> we learned that when we're recording um you know even with that like desire to be as authentic as possible you still kind of turn your volume up a little bit if you know what i'm saying sure like you you might enhance or, or kind of amplify your mannerisms a little bit for a video and i do that definitely and I know Sid does it if she realizes it or not. And yeah. we um, started to learn where our limits were. So we would record, you know, four episodes instead of five because we knew that fifth one was going to start to suck. Nice. <laughs> and uh, that that helped a lot. And that's what we learned from the worst experience <laughs> that we had 
very early on. So, so Sid, you know, he, he just made the comment that he's kind of, you know, learned some limits and stuff like this, not, not to be as much of a, a of a, well, the word I want to use for this, but maybe not put his foot in his mouth as much. Do you agree with this? <laughs> do, like, do you still have those moments where you're like, <laughs> this is one of those times where like, if this was a video thing, it'd be so much better because like watching how you two interact <laughs> And, and and part of it was that right there where I asked the question and Hunter, you just like stared at her like, what are you going to say? But <laughs> also, I'm going to answer this. But but also like the way you two like look at each other while talking, like even Hunter, when you're, you know, you're answering the question to me, like from time to time, you just kind of turn and look at her. Um, But but back to the question, Sid, <laughs> do, do, do you do, do you still have those moments? Where you're like, OK, this is this is for a video. I just got to like swallow this a little bit and and just let it move on and and whatever uh occasionally but it doesn't it doesn't happen very often oh, yeah it's good. it's very seldom like it, it the only time is when he like i'm trying to get a story out or something and he talks over me because he's still playing the video game mm, and I'm he's, so bad he's that. interacting with the video game as well as with me and i'm not playing the video game so i don't always catch the cue to hey pause a second so he just talks over me. So it's it's definitely a give and take. Um, I'm not always great at reading his cues because he's looking at the the video game. Yeah, and I just remembered that's what happened in the Kirby's <laughs> Adventure playthrough. That exactly. Um, yeah, I remembered. <laughs> that's what happened. Um, I wasn't gonna say anything. Yeah. So okay, uh, I, I watched a number of y'all's videos earlier today while I was kind of putzing around the house. I, I watched, uh, I think y'all played some Cooking Mama in one of the videos I watched. I, these, oh, I don't know if these were older ones. I was trying to look for like newer stuff yeah. where y'all were together and I didn't see as much of that. I don't know if there's still mm. a, a, a break going on or, or if I just didn't see the videos. But uh, I saw some of the Cooking Mama. I saw some stuff where you two were like, competing against each other and buttering a pan. That was entertaining. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then there was some uh, the Sea of Thieves ones. I watched a good bit of the Sea of Thieves ones. I actually those, really enjoyed oh, yeah. that. That was one of our favorites. Uh, but do y'all ever have those moments when you're playing together, where you're you're playing something cooperative, and just like getting frustrated because, you know, either the game is designed to kind of get you frustrated with your partner, or just because like one of y'all is like pushing to do something and the other one's just not doing it right or just has a different idea. Like, does that come up? Yes. <laughs> it, it, I'm surprised that you're so quick to say that. Um, overcooked. Oh well, yeah, it, overcooked for sure. And, and funny enough, I was actually going to scroll through and try to find overcooked footage because that is the game that could trigger yeah. that easier than anything. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah we, we uh, that was before we did the relaunch. You know, the relaunch is what I called everything that was Lair and Sid okay. videos co-op episodic content. Uh, so before the relaunch, back when it was mostly streams, we did overcooked. And the names of the videos were like <laughs> how to sleep on the couch. <laughs> and, nice. Uh, um, yeah. How overcooked best to anger was your very, very stressful. And it was really weird because I'm normally the one that gets stressed out about that. Um, but Hunter was so stressed out about overcooked. Like it I made was... him frustrated to the point that he was getting ready to, to like crush the controllers. I couldn't do it. I couldn't and do it anymore. I'm sitting over here giggling because <laughs> I, I was having a good time. Well, it's because um, there's a different dynamic between playing a game by yourself and for your own enjoyment and playing a game for others' enjoyment. Yeah. And uh, with Overcooked, I had to focus so much and concentrate on the actual playing 
and I'm like I said before, I'm not an entertainer naturally. And uh, it, it took away from the one thing that I had, which was being able to have conversation with people, like being able to connect in a kind of one on one way, because I couldn't do that while I was playing. Yeah. And uh, it just really frustrated me. It got me. Yeah. Yeah. You were you were very frustrated over that. Um, but aside from that, I really think that we have the same goals when playing video games. So we work really well cooperatively. Yeah. And to be to be fair, uh, and this is every okay, I don't want you to be offended <laughs> by this. This is every husband's or or boyfriend's or whatever significant other's goal when playing a game with someone who doesn't normally play video games like Sid, you know, Sid played video games when she was younger, but not the way I did. You know? I don't have very good hand eye coordination. Yeah. So she <laughs> is the typical she is the typical wife who is kind of far removed from it all, you know, and um, when we got married, she started kind of picking up on this stuff and learning and got you, interested. You definitely. A little snippet um, or tidbit, whatever you want to call it. Um, he made me play through Ocarina of Time I before marry we somebody <laughs> before we got married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, that was like really close to us getting married. Yeah, that I was found like, out that you hadn't finished it or never played it, and I was like, "Well, I mean, do we postpone the wedding?" What do we <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she finished it. She did a I good did. job. Yeah. Uh, and, and to answer the other question, we have been on a break, but yesterday we, I built brand new computers for us. We've got two new computers. We're getting back into it. Um, and we're all set up. We've got a yeah, desk. Yeah. Got I've, game I've been really excited about that. I've been kind of pushing for him to get the computers ready so that we can, we can record yeah. more stuff. So videos are coming again at some point, you know, soon. Re-relaunch. Yeah. Re-relaunch. I don't know if you ever watched Bob's Burgers. But like yes. the place next door, it always says like re reopen yeah. on him and whatever. Re -re 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 anyway, that's yeah. neither here nor there. Um, okay, <laughs> let's let's turn back the clock just a little bit to okay. to the earlier times in your lives because obviously y'all are playing these games together now, right? And for for me personally, like I try to find some way that I connect with whoever I'm talking with. So looking back mm -hmm. at my own stuff, you know, I I played games a lot as a kid. Um, took a good bit of a break while I was in the Navy because I just couldn't play as much. And I got back into it and, and, you know, I play a lot of video games now. My wife, on the other hand, played some with her older brothers when she was a kid. And now she'll just like dabble in some of like the Mario Kart type games and, and stuff mm. like that. So let's start with Sid here. Like, what is your, like, to be able to game with him, right? you have to find things that you both want to play or you're both willing to play. Like, does your history in gaming like lead to that? Or is this something you have to be like, okay, I, this isn't really my thing, but I'm going to dive into it and hopefully I'm having a good time. That right there. <laughs> okay. Um, I, the, the thing is we've known each other for 20 years, so he knows what I like and what I don't like. So I trust him wholeheartedly to pick a game that we're either going to love or that I'm going to hate so much that it's comical. Okay. Yeah. So. And, and I've pulled, I've had to pull Sid out of the comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the beginning, like when we first got married, I wouldn't step foot anywhere near anything that had to do with other people. Yeah. Um, MMOs were the first big hurdle we had to get over. Cause I, I really liked MMOs. I knew Sid would like them because they appeal to like the Farmville side of her brain that wants to just, <laughs> you know, click and make money or whatever. And uh, so 
I had to convince her that like, it doesn't, you know, you're not going to upset anybody. Nobody's gameplay depends on you or anything. You can just go out and do whatever. And then by the end of that, I mean, Sid was like healing these 40 man raids and final fantasy 14. <laughs> you know, she was like so involved in it. Um, and that, that's been cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, it's not my gaming experience um, from when I was younger that leads us to to play whatever. It's definitely uh, whatever he thinks is is best, and I end up generally loving it for the most part. And I'm always shocked. Sid <laughs> Sid picks this stuff up so quick. Like we uh, started playing Monster Hunter on the 3DS, and uh, if you've ever played Monster Hunter, it's one of the most involved technical over the top having to think of things and react with good timing. And I mean, it's just a very involved game, right? Oh, of course. And uh, Sid's played so many of those with me. We played through monster hunter world on the PC together all the way through. Basically I ditched Sid on the last boss. Yeah. She never got to finish. It. Yeah. Won't let me live that down. <laughs> no. But I mean, we played that game. We played it for like over a hundred hours and Sid kept up with every, you know, she did great. And uh, that's, like the evolution of somebody who never plays games at all goes to being yeah, like full I fledged. A, I have a funny feeling that if I had played games more often as a, as a kid, I probably would be just as, um, just as good at video games as Hunter. But, uh, I mean, I, I don't know <laughs> I, if I agree with that, <laughs> Hold, but, um, but no, yeah, I didn't, didn't play very many. Um, and now I, I've, severely lack the hand-eye coordination necessary for for a lot of video games i want to mention something <laughs> okay there's a difference between somebody who grew up playing video games and you know like we played super mario brothers say when we we're little kids and we learn that failure is just the next step toward finishing it right sure. we learn that failure is just something we hold on and we can keep going from there and uh so dying in a game is almost like getting a, a boost for me. It's like, okay, I almost did it. I can do it the next time, right? For someone who didn't grow up with that and didn't have that idea like trained into her mind, Sid gets frustrated yeah. real easy. Like if she dies, she thinks, I, you know, I failed. I'm, I'm going to stop because I, I can't do it, right? So it's just a different way of thinking, I think, that's trained in. Do you remember when I was playing I Am Bread? Oh, yeah. That was a nightmare. <laughs> she was picking up, like, so this game, if you've never seen it, you're a, you're a piece of bread, and you have to get into the toaster, okay? So this little piece of bread can, like, wiggle his bread corners. His corners, yeah. And so Sid's playing this, and it's meant to frustrate you, right? Which is the worst kind of game that someone who's not super into gaming should be playing. But it's meant to frustrate you. And Sid's literally slamming the keyboard on the desk, going <laughs> so mad. It was the most angry I've ever seen her. Yeah, um, that was not one of my. Uh, I told her she couldn't moments. play it anymore. I banned yeah, her from playing. Yeah, I have not played nice. it since. Did you ever get into the toaster? Um, on a couple occasions, yes. Um, there were you know some really really easy levels. Yeah, she was like five uh, levels in by the time she was freaking out. Yeah. Well, no, no, I just freaked out enough that I got to the five levels in. <laughs> okay, let's let's do a little compare and contrast here because, you know, you two obviously 
have a number of things in common and whatever else, but have your differences and maybe what you would be playing. So Sid, let's start with you. If you were to just be like, I want to play a game, I want to sit down and play something, what type of game is like your game? Um, Sims, uh, for okay. sure. Uh, in fact, I have restarted families over and over and over, and I'm currently starting on a, on a new family now that my computer's back up and running. Um, but yeah, stuff like stuff like that. Or... Sid's really into that part of the sense too, <laughs> the creating aspect. Oh, it's ours. I it's mean, ours. yeah, I got her computer set up yesterday. I was like, hey, don't you want to play something? And she was like, yeah, I'm going to play The Sims. And she sat here for like three hours on the character creation screen, you know, and it's like, that's what I've seen her play the most of that game. Yeah, not the creating. actual game, just the Characters. creating part. Yeah, I need to start letting her do that when we play games, letting her do all the character creation. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to tell you this right now. That would drive me nuts. <laughs> oh yeah i i, I oh, was yeah i was playing mario kart uh mario kart 8 deluxe with my brother and his two kids his kids are mm -hmm. like 16 and 18 or something like that and watching these three sit there and try to pick the exact cart they want looking at all the stats choosing the different wheels choosing the different like umbrella things and just mm -hmm. sitting there like i i picked mine in 10 seconds and i'm just sitting there watching and watching as they go through all these things i no no no, <laughs> um, maybe you're just missing that childlike imagination, you know, that grips you and tells you anything is possible. Yeah, but anything can be possible in about 15 seconds for me. <laughs> um, OK, so so Hunter, what about you? Like if you were to sit there and be like, OK, I'm going to sit down and just play something for myself. What type of game would you be jumping into? Playing it just for myself. Yeah, like playing um, something that you're not like, okay, I need to play something that Sid might also end up enjoying. That's hard because you have a like a huge sea of... Yeah, I've got a diverse palette. Yes. Um, you know, to be honest, since I collect old games, yeah. uh, a lot of the times the me time ends up just being like, surveying the land so to speak you know and i'll go back there and i'll look at all the shelves and i'll just try to find something to play and then i'll just be like eh, and then i'll go do something else <laughs> <laughs> which is it's which like, is terrible it defeats the point entirely uh funny enough um that's how it is when we go buy video games oh yeah yeah just survey the land survey the land okay and so, then not buying anything <laughs> okay so i this might be a tangent or whatever off the side Bef before when we were talking before the actual mm -hmm. recording of the show we were talking a little bit about your collection behind you. We we're talking about vinyl records, and it seems like um, y'all have a number of like similarities and things that you like. Like you, like you both have your own vinyls that you that you mm -hmm. like to have. Um, you obviously both now play video games, even if Sid didn't play as much before. So it seems like there's a number of these things that you you two can go out and have fun and do together, right? So let's look at this. What you were just talking about, like going out and buying video games, right? Like, is this an experience? Is this something that y'all like? Okay, you know. Uh, let's go do this together. Let's go have this experience of going video game shopping together. Is that like the norm? <laughs> if I you could have like my to. way. Yeah. If I had ultimate say in everything, Sid would go with me all the time and we would have a great time. Um, I have a hard time standing and looking at a bunch of video games that I've never seen before and that I don't know anything about. And I love that. Now, so yeah is, is this more like retro stuff or like going to gamestop 
retro stuff. Retro. Yeah, GameStop, I can I can get into that because there's plenty to see there. A lot see, of and things. I'm not interested in GameStop okay. at all, really. Um, but we have, you know, being in the kind of Houston area, there's so many retro game stores here. It's crazy how big a market there is for the stuff. Yeah, the only the only time I don't particularly like going is when we go to the ones that we go to um, on a daily basis. Um, and which... well, you gotta you gotta find the deals. <laughs> gotta find the deals. Gotta be on the lookout. Right. Finding but... deals in Houston is so difficult. Can't. Oh man, I'm all about it. It's I, I tell Sid, it's the thrill of the hunt. The thrill of the hunt. Um, okay, let's get back to something we were just talking about. So we kind of looked at Sid. You know what what you might play if it's just you, and we kind of talked about what Hunter, what you might play if it's just you. So how do we? How do you sit there and go like, okay? here's something that we can play together and make content with that is going to be kind of maybe more of that happy medium between the two of you. I uh, ask, usually I tell Sid what we're going to play, <laughs> Yeah. to be honest. And I'm Sid always just know. like, oh, cool. And Sid's usually just happy to play. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I lucked out. I tell people all the time in my personal life that I married one of the most low maintenance people on the planet. You know, Sid just, if I didn't force her to go out and get her nails done or pay for, you know, buy things for herself, she just wouldn't do it, you know? And, uh, the same comes with all this gaming stuff. You know, if I didn't, um, tell her exactly what was out and you know what she could play then she wouldn't care she probably would never buy a video game but i'd be still you know i'd still be playing the the first game i ever bought yeah you know if that i, yeah. I just i i enjoy letting someone else take the reins for stuff like that yeah like I, so we have this system when we record things to really answer your question and that is that i'll go to the shelf and i'll grab five games just different ones that i think might be fun and then i'll go over to sid and i'll say look at these games pick the one that you want us to play and then she'll look at him and say hey that's too many choices so then i'll put back like three of them and i'll have two games left and i'll say hey pick <laughs> one of these which one do you want and it's you know the where do you want to go for dinner sort of complex yeah. and um finally <laughs> after like the first 30 or 45 minutes of trying to pick one of two games. So it'll be like, fine, that one, you know, <laughs> and that's how we pick. Well, the thing is, I, I generally don't know anything about the games that you've picked out for us. And if I am going to choose, I'm probably going to choose the one that's more colorful. Yeah. Um, if I'm forced to make a choice. And uh, a lot of times, too, if you watch the videos back on the first episode, I'll say to Sid, I'll say, hey, Sid. And she'll say, what? And I'll say, do you know what we're playing today? And she'll <laughs> say, uh, no. And then I'll start the game, you know? And that's all real. You know, she really has no idea. I sit her on the couch, and Sid's like my uh, record keeper. So while we're recording the episode, she's got this notepad and all these different colored pens, and she writes down all of our timestamps and stuff. For oh, the nice. Yeah, the different colored pens aren't necessary, but... Oh, they're necessary it now. It makes it easier for me because it's a lot more fun. I enjoy things that are colorful. Yeah, exactly. So. To bring it back. Um, so, yeah, that's all real. You know, Sid has no idea what we're playing and we just start. And to be honest, like half of the stuff that we've or half of the games that we've tried uh, didn't work. And we recorded one episode and it just kind of was, meh, you know. Yeah, there are several games. We thought about putting up a compilation of all the games that we scrapped like halfway through um, because... Th there just wasn't enough for us to to make content with 
Yeah, there one game comes to mind in particular. Actually, there's this game called Odama that's on the GameCube, and it's a military oh sim slash pinball game. Interesting. Okay. So the military sim part is all happening with a microphone, <laughs> and you're telling you're commanding the troops to go forward or go left or go right or attack or fall back or whatever. Uh, so you're yelling into this microphone to tell the troops what to do. And then you're also playing pinball, pinball. with the controller. Uh, so my idea was one of us takes the controller, one of us takes the mic, and we try to make it work, right? Of course. It was impossible. It we was were so terrible. confused the entire time. It wasn't that we didn't have enough to work with. It was just that we were we were lost. You have to coordinate between the two, and there's no way to do it. There was no way to know what we were doing. We, we even tried doing, you know... Um, instead of splitting up the tasks, doing them all one person. And even that was crazy. I don't yeah. know. It, it was a very strange game. Long story short, that happens pretty often. You know, I'll pick something thinking like, oh, well, it could be cool. It could be unique or like weird enough that it works. Most of the time it doesn't work. So, so Sid, do you have a specific game that he has picked out where you started playing it and you're like, for the love of God, this is terrible. Why did you pick this? Throw it in the trash. Um, not that I can think of, um, other than that one. And I love pinball games. So I was extremely disappointed in this. Um, yeah, but that one, yeah, that one, I was just like, we need to burn it. it I think Dr. Mario was one. We've, I don't know. So it's a popular I, I game. Well, it was just, it was me playing and I played for, you know, 15 minutes or whatever. And, uh, I mean, what can you say about yeah, Dr. Was, Mario? We didn't have it any wasn't conversation. The game. Yeah, it wasn't the or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, it was, that was terrible. There was just nothing to say about it because it's definitely a game that you want to just sit there and kind of zone out and play and, and really enjoy. And there's not a lot to talk about with someone else. Yeah. I think, you know, sometimes when we go into these videos, we beforehand, and I think anybody that does this as a, like a group, effort kind of comes up with maybe some kind of topic in their head that they'll bring up during the video. Like, Oh, I've got this conversation piece that I'll bring up in the first five minutes. Sure. Uh, I didn't have that. I just like put Dr. Mario in and was like, Hey, we're playing Dr. Mario. And it went nowhere. I mean, it yeah, was just it was... very lackluster, like mid novice sort of Dr. Mario gameplay. Okay. Um, y'all said something towards the beginning of us recording that, um, I have to ask about now you, you made the comment about how y'all are, y'all are making these videos and it's kind of like a little scrapbook and, you know, you think about having kids at some point, maybe they'll be able to like look back and see this stuff and whatever I've, you know, most of what I've always done has been podcasts. I have two kids. Um, my daughter has specifically told me that she is not okay with me having certain conversations on the parenting show <laughs> that I did. I had them anyway. Um, I have made a few videos with a friend of mine, one of which we played a game called Genital Jousting. Oh. Ooh. And, uh, you know, and obviously he and I uh, were making just the most absurd jokes the entire time. And I look back and I'm like, for the love of God, I hope my kids don't see or hear this. <laughs> Does that ever come across to you? I mean, I, I, from what I've seen, y'all, y'all's content is very, you know, kind of family friendly and whatever else from the little I was able to take in. But do you ever have yeah. that moment you're like, man, like I kind of don't want my kids, my future kids to like see this thing. 
I don't think so. You know, I tell people all the time, Sid and I are pretty much PG in real life. You know, we just are. Um, we don't, we, I mean, we're married, so we'll say things to each other that are probably a lot more risque than we would say to any other people. But in our everyday lives, you know, notwithstanding us talking <laughs> to each other, we are pretty yeah, when we had our friendly. second year of PAX, when everybody came and stayed with us, um, some of the the guests that we had bought red flags. Yeah. And um, think like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it um I'm sitting in the corner as the only girl in this group of guys, and um our guests are a lot more colorful than we normally are. And I'm sitting here like hiding underneath of a hoodie. Because I'm just, I'm, I guess, a lot more childlike in that sense. We, uh, you know, I I don't think that there's anything, if there is any kind of humor that's maybe a little more colorful, it's like that kind of Disney Pixar, you know, like the parents stand, but the kids don't, you know, like that kind of humor that only the parents would get. Um, But lately, actually within the last couple of weeks, my boss came to me at work and oh. I have always kept this whole thing secret as secret as possible. Right. Okay. So my boss, uh, I've known her for years and years and she years. Babysat me. Yeah. So she's been a little. part of our lives oh, for wow. a very long time. So she's a close friend. Uh, but she said, Hey, my kids found a new YouTube channel to watch. <laughs> 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 and I said, no, no god no please no and uh i was like what happened you know why why is this happening and she said well uh you know my kids are always watching youtube and they want to watch these Fortnite streamers or whatever and they're just also loud and obnoxious all the time and she said so they were asking me at lunch the other day can we watch you know so and so Fortnite streamer or whatever and she said, no, no, I don't want to hear it. You know, out here, watch this. So she takes them to my channel and lets them watch. And now they're watching it all the time. They're watching all the videos that we make. And it really freaks me out. Um, it's not that the kids are watching it. That's fine. He doesn't want his boss to watch it. Well, just any of it. I don't, even the kids, <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it freaks me out a little bit, honestly. But it's really comforting to know that Everything is it's appropriate yeah. and it's fun. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I think we even talk about things that would be good for kids to hear. You know, mm-hmm. I have a history of working with with kids and with teenagers uh, in like a church setting. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoy that a lot. So that kind of is the driving force behind us keeping it family friendly or, or whatever. And it pays off, you know, because now I'm getting these kids who are, who are watching and they're really enjoying it. And some of them, I mean, some of the kids, there's a, a kid who goes by the name Creeper on my Discord, and he's been with us for years. years yeah. And I mean, we've watched him grow up and mature and, and become, you know, a young adult now, a teenager. And uh, he's, you know, it's just a different kind of experience than I think you get anywhere else, you know, getting to see people evolve and change and, and fortunately like the appeal of a family-friendly channel. So <clears throat> I have a, a friend of mine who does a podcast, and when I talk to him, he talks about how he's telling people about it all the time, how he's promoting it all the time. And not like, I mean, I don't know if it's an obnoxious way because I'm not the one he's promoting it to, but I assume it's not, right? And he tells his coworkers about it and all this stuff. Me personally, like, 
the people I know in real life, like the people I know face to face, I almost don't mention it because it's as proud as I am of some of the stuff I've created uh, and as, you know, not proud I am of some of the other stuff I've created. Um, I, I, I feels weird. It feels weird being like, yeah. look, I yeah. make this thing. You should go hear it or see it or whatever else. So like, you seem like maybe you have that same feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to. I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a conflict because I'm very proud of it. You know, I'm and I don't mean that in like the, you know, big headed, like, look at look at what I've done. I'm so entertaining. You need to watch me. I'm just proud of, you know, my wife and I can sit down and have fun and play games. You know, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the idea that um, there are kids out there that that I've met and talked to through discord and these streams and stuff. And they've, you know, hopefully learned that they don't have to be over the top or, or disingenuous or, or whatever. I'm proud of that stuff, but I don't want, you know, I don't want my family or my friends really to watch stuff. And now I've been doing it long enough just by virtue of the time I've spent on it. People have started picking up on it and they know what's going on. And uh, at work, you know, I'll upload a video and my coworker will walk in and say, Hey man, I saw your video. And, um, that before just, that made you cringe. Oh, my heart starts beating so fast. And I'm like, dude, can you talk like 80% lower? You know, I don't want anybody in this office building hearing you talk about this. Well, uh, it it doesn't help that um, up until the past couple of years, your office has been full of mostly people that were slightly older than you that kind of skipped the video game generation. Yeah. Um, and now changing. it's, yeah, now it's changing. But for me, I worked with my family. So they, they knew, they knew because, I mean, I've, I've been around my family 24-7 since I was, yeah. I was little. I mean, to yeah. add to that too, I guess I have always wanted to stress with people that I'm not like, this isn't a way out of having a job or anything for me. Right. I'm not trying to yeah. be famous or make a lot of money or anything. I'm just having this fun. This is literally a hobby that we yeah. just enjoy. So I kind of repeat that almost ad nauseum where people probably think I'm lying about it, but I'm not, <laughs> I really, you know, I just don't have any aspirations to, I mean, everybody wants to meet more people and have a bigger fan base and stuff because you get kind of a rush, you know, when some people watch it and they like what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, I just I, I don't want my friends and my family to think like, oh, he's trying to be famous or because it's, it's just not like that. So I don't like telling people about it, but people find out. And I guess that's OK. I'm getting more comfortable well, with it. Yeah. And the fact that we are very genuine on camera or when we record, I mean, it, it makes it a lot easier for people to watch because they're like, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely them. They're not putting on some big to do. That we... was the oldest sounding <laughs> phrase. Some big to do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh man, you sticking your foot in your mouth and her getting upset would be great for like the entertainment value of this, but I don't want to watch a marriage <laughs> break down in front of me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Look, tune into Lair Gaming. You'll see it every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it happens. Um, there's not like a huge like falling out at the end of each recording session. Um, when we're done recording, we're done recording. And I mean, he's like, oh, sorry for stepping on your toes. And I'm like, eh, well. Yep. 
All right. <laughs> there's, there's never and that I go like play Sims for hours. Oh, so speaking of that, right? So you, you say you like to sit at a computer and play Sims. You just built two computers. Do y'all do a thing where like y'all play games together, but play different things? Like where y'all are sitting near each other and like talking and hanging out while you're just playing stuff that's completely different? Is that a thing y'all do? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Our computers, we're actually right now we're sitting at computer and this this part of the desk that that you're seeing here uh is my half of the desk and then sids is connected to me on the other side so her computer is right next to mine it so. used to be that we were in two separate rooms because our space was very limited and i absolutely hated that because yeah. when i want to play a video game i don't want to just sit there and zone out and not have any conversation i want to I want to multitask. Yeah, it's a social thing. So yeah. it, it's really nice having our computers right next to each other. Cause I, like last night, Sid was playing the Sims and I was playing Sonic and uh, it was just cool to be, be able to sit there and talk to each other and look at what she's doing. She can see what I'm doing. Yeah. When we first started this, we were in the same room. Um, it did get very, very um, cramped. And then that's when we, separated and moved to two different rooms that and our recording equipment at that time was kind of sucky and yeah. so we were picking up each other all the time and it just didn't sound good so we had to split up so that we could you know have decent uh you know yeah we've since solved that problem now we've got these uh dynamic mics and uh it helps a lot you know it cuts down mm -hmm. on all the background noise and everything so it's yeah. a lot easier for us to be right next to each other without having bleed over into each other's mics and all that. You know, that's something I didn't really think about going into to the conversation is the fact that, you know, most people, when you see them make content, when you see them make stuff with each other or doing a podcast or whatever, you got one person in one room and one person and either I say another room, but really, you know, in their own house or whatever far away. And you have to have a different setup mm -hmm. uh, to be able to do this. Like what was that a big transition from when y'all first started doing it? Did like, did you ever have that moment? You're like, all right, we're going to do something together. And you put like one mic between the two of you. And you're just like, all right, let's see what we can do. We've had challenges since we started doing this when we'll have extra people on, like we'll have four people on the, you know, for a video or a series or whatever. And we have to put like one mic between two people and they kind of have to lean into it. Cause these yeah, mics, it gets, it's these very mics close. <laughs> aren't extremely sensitive and you pretty much have to be right here. And any noise outside of that, is canceled so if you're yeah. not like six inches away from this mic then nobody's hearing what you're saying and um in the yeah. beginning in the beginning i had one of those uh condenser like blue yetis you know that everybody's yeah. got and uh i i really liked that but it would pick up you know my neighbor's car door slamming across the street you know it was so sensitive and there was no way to get it to not be so sensitive and we've got animals and stuff. So there was always background noise going on and I was looking for a solution. And uh, I finally found these, we use uh, the sure SM 58 mics. They're great and they don't pick up a lot of background noise and it's perfect for more than one person recording at a time because there's no bleed over into our mics. Even when we're right together. Yeah, we just like need uh, we just need a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. We need a few more. And, and so do y'all run these through like a mixer and stuff? Yeah, I've got a uh, Focusrite uh, USB audio interface, and it's it's really nice. It only has two mic slots on it, so I need to get one that's got like four yeah. uh, mic female ports on it. But 
it, it's nice. I mean, it does the job. It's pretty simple. It doesn't have a lot of uh, configuration or anything. There's like gain knobs and then one output volume knob, and that's it. Mm. Um, it's, it's perfect for just the two of us. Yeah. See, my whole thing uh, when we started doing this was keep it as simple as possible. So I didn't want like a huge mixer with a bunch of knobs. I didn't want to have to do a ton of editing. I didn't want to have to think about anything because I my job is really demanding and I, I have to work a lot of hours and I'm on call sometimes. And so sometimes I'll work technical. for yeah, sometimes I'll work for days at a time really without rest. And uh, so editing and and uploading stuff to YouTube and all that, that feels like work. Yeah. Even though it's part of the hobby, it's it's work because I'm sitting at a computer and I'm doing something like that. And uh so all of the equipment that we have has been built out of the necessity of just ease of use and not having to do a lot of configuration because I didn't want to have to mess with our audio settings all the time. I just wanted to put a mic in front of me, start talking and be okay. And that's what all of this stuff does. for. Okay. Well, let's start wrapping this up. Um, from talking to you two, it seems like y'all have kind of fallen into a, a, a good situation where, where this, the, the dynamic works well. Y'all can have fun doing these things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's work involved in that, right? But it seems like you've yeah. kind of fallen into it a little bit. But that aside, if you were to give advice to people who are like, I want to make some kind of content with my spouse, whether it be, you know, videos or audio stuff or streaming or, or whatever kind of content it is, what, what advice would y'all give? Well... I guess I would probably give the same advice that I would give to somebody who is just looking for something to do with their spouse, you know, and that is, uh, involve them, but don't force them, <laughs> you know? Um, so the invitation has always been there said to be a part of whatever I'm doing. Um, and I think just leaving the door open and saying, Hey, would you like to do this with me? And if she would, then not forcing it and not, um, over engineering something that you're doing with your spouse because if you put that much effort into like making it perfect or whatever then it just comes across as disingenuine and uh yeah and um give your give your spouse time to warm up to the idea because i mean it like i said in the beginning when we first got married in in 2010 oh, not 2010 that's when you graduated sorry 2013 right. um <laughs> Wow, just put my foot in it. Um, I didn't forget our anniversary. <laughs> I didn't forget. I know our anniversary. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, when we first, you know, got married, I didn't want anything to do with any of it, really. Um, and it's taken me up to this point to warm up to the idea of being, you know, out there. And well, even this, even the podcast thing, I never would have thought that Sid would want to do <laughs> this. And I, you know, we started talking about this and I like forgot to tell her. And then one day nice. just offhandedly mentioned it. And I, I couldn't believe how receptive she was to the idea of doing yeah, this. If this he is had, way out of her. Yeah. If he had, uh, had mentioned it, you know, even a, a year ago or two years ago, whatever. It would have been I, an absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In <laughs> fact, when we first played um, a game with people that he knew that were YouTubers that were pretty big deals. I was like, I had sweaty palms. I was nervous. Um, and then he made fun of me on 
when we did that um, that stream, yeah. and then it was okay from there. I'm going to tell Dave and Darby that you called them pretty big deals. <laughs> They're really going to love that. Well, so, I mean, hold, that's hold, exactly what that was the deal. That was yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah. So he made fun of you, and then it was <laughs> yes. better. Like I really saw that story taking a different turn. <laughs> well, you know, that's I think part of I, I've mentioned a couple of times that we've known each other for many years, and you know, we're I'm 26. Sid's 27. I'm not 27 yet. March. March. Babe. Sid's in her 30s now. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've known each other for a long time because we were in kindergarten, first grade together. And we went to this tiny school and uh, we were together in the same room every day. From we had already been going. Wait, he actually, um, he's six months younger than me. Um, Cougar over here. <laughs> that's a... That's a joke. That he makes joke all of the time. She loves it. Uh, and he actually got moved up from kindergarten um, because he was a smarty pants. Um, he got moved up I from agree. kindergarten to first grade, and we had already been in school for like you know three or four months. And then he was suddenly in first grade, and he came up to me his first day in first grade again. Our third, our third month into school we knew each other he took my hand he was like come on sydney i'll show you the yep it's like show a notebook the, show like me the, the way to what man. and the only reason i remember i don't actually remember that but um my mom's best friend was the lunch lady and uh custodian mm -hmm. up there and she she had eyes everywhere and she likes to tell that story yeah. Nice. So, I mean, that i think that adds to that relationship where i can get away with a little bit more um, cause we, you know, <laughs> when you've been through the teenage years, I'm going to, I'm going to tattle a little bit. Oh, good. Good. On a couple of things. So one thing, see, I, I really liked Sid when we were growing up and we were really good friends. You know, we, we did a lot of things together and Sid would come over to my house and I would go over to her house and, uh, you know, we knew each other pretty well. Um, but everybody goes through a time where they're growing up and it's confusing and you're, you know, uh, for teenage girls, that might mean that you're not as nice. Oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know how to phrase this without getting in trouble. <laughs> um, but Sid was going through some stuff. You know, I was too. And uh, you were a dork. I remember a couple <laughs> of things. I remember the main the main point is that one day Sid was talking and I think I said, shut up. You did. <laughs> and we were, we were teenagers sixth and this grade. was like a pivotal moment. Oh, okay. It was we sixth grade teenagers. and we were not. Yeah, we were. Well, I think I was almost a teen. This was a pivotal moment though, because this was, uh, the first time that I said anything negative basically <laughs> to Sydney. And I think I told her to shut up. And I remember the shock and the just total, uh, annoyance i don't know betrayal betrayal it was on her and i think that paved the way for the relationship that we have today yeah. because it was you know we actually didn't talk for a long time after that yeah i mean i told you to shut up that was totally out of line i'm sure um but <laughs> i'm sure it wasn't i'm sure i was saying something absolutely ridiculous and oh, unnecessary i don't you remember are, sure i wouldn't have used reason um but you know i, I think that 
like I would never tell my wife to shut up now, not seriously. You know, I might say it jokingly or whatever, but I think that um, it kind of established that, you know, we were close enough friends that things like that could be said without it being the end of the world. And I mean, yeah. it did kind of shake things up a little bit, but now, you know, we've got a good sense of humor about it. We know each other so intimately and so well from all of these years of being together every day. There, that, uh, there it's is different. pretty much nothing that he could say that would really ruin my day. Let's test that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> I don't know. I stuff like that, you know. I am a very I am very sensitive. Um, but I also know that I'm very sensitive. Okay. So I'm sensitive to the fact that I'm sensitive. So, you know, when people upset me, I can, you know, if you give me a few minutes, I'll I'll be over it in no time. But yeah. And that's that's kind of the you know, relationship that we have is he knows where to stop. Yeah. And I know when to stop being upset. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, guys, uh, going into this episode, I, I really didn't know what I was going to be getting <laughs> out of it. Right. Like I, I knew it was a couple and, and they, they do videos together and it seems like it works well. Um, but like getting that little, little insight into, you know, your history together <laughs> and realizing that you've known each other since you were so young, um, yeah. one blows my mind because I don't think I still talk to anyone that I went to school with. <laughs> uh, I think I've, I have one friend that I've known since I was five that I still see from time to time and that's it. Uh, so all that stuff blowing my mind. It's been a, an absolute delight talking to you guys. This has been amazing. Um, let's kind of close this out on y'all's end as far as like, where can they watch this? Where can they find you? Any place you would like to be followed or any of that stuff, all those things you always have to do at the end of a podcast. Okay. Um, you can go to www.lairgaming.com and it'll take you straight to my YouTube channel. Uh, uh, kind of a tricky workaround there. Uh, or just search Lair Gaming on YouTube and you'll probably find me or Lair and Sid or anything like that. Uh, I'm at Lair Gaming on Twitter and Sid is at Sid Lusticus. Sid Lusticus. Have uh, fun spelling that. Good luck. If you find at Lair Gaming, you'll, you'll probably find, find yeah, Sid you'll find too. Me. I think she's somewhere on there. Yeah, that's how I found her Twitter thing was from yours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also join Discord and, and chat with us. That's We use Discord all the time. Discord's like a part of life. I talk to people on there all day long. Uh, I'm in and out because yeah. I, I am not very good at keeping up with people. I'm kind of a recluse. Um, but Discord is, is the best thing. I mean, I've met some of the best friends I've ever had. You know, mm -hmm. I've got a friend named Kevin who uh, I was talking to at the very beginning of Lair starting and everything. And then my friends. Yeah. And he actually, he actually calls you Hunter because that's how did, your channel yeah. was started. Yeah. The channel. So was... He was, he's, he's very beginning. Yeah. But my, my friends, Dave and Darby too. I talk to them literally every day almost all day long you know we're, we're so close and tight and we live on different sides of the country and we get to talk all the time and we're legitimately very very good friends just because we've spent so much time talking together and managed to find each other because of all of this youtube stuff so that's i think the biggest takeaway for me has been that like, there's so much potential to meet people that i never would have had any other way outside of youtube so i encourage anybody if they want to reach out want to talk or something i'm always available always enjoy talking to people well i will put links to all that in the show descriptions people can slide through there and, and find that out uh this discord thing i've got to figure out 
right? Like I have it. Oh, I'm great. I'm part of like seven different discords. I never go on it. I never look at like the, the forum part of it. I, I just, yeah. I don't know it. I think for me, I probably said this on the show before. I think it's almost overwhelming because mm-hmm. I need one thing. And I use Twitter for that. Like these are the people, and I don't yeah. follow a lot of people on Twitter and it's not because I don't think they're worthy. It's just that I can't comprehend that much stuff. And so I need these certain people that I can just kind of skim through quickly and catch up on certain things going on. And I think right. if I start adding all these discords, it's going to just wreck my mind. It gets away from you quick. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. I, uh, you know, I've got like maybe 12 in my list right now, and I go to maybe three of them. So uh, I, I don't keep up with them. I, I just talk to people on like those few. That's the that other I reason use. that I don't keep up with Discord or I don't get on Discord because I open it up and I'm just immediately overwhelmed. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. All right. Sorry. I had to look at my watch for a second and it threw me <laughs> off. Um, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed this. I really hope that if you are a married person out there, whether or not you want to make content with your spouse, um, you can take something away from this because I, I definitely did, right? Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I am Johnny underscore casino on Twitter, J O N N Y underscore casino. I leave my DMS open so that you guys out there that listen, that that I I love so much that you listen, you can hit me up and be like, Hey, you need to check out such and such people. And I, and I honestly, I think that might've been how I came across you two. Was it someone mentioned y'all, uh, directly to me. And that's how I'm able to keep this show going. Um, Guys, I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to leave you with this one final thought, and that is making content with your spouse is cool, but radio is lame. Thanks, Spence.